Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. Raider Nation, welcome back to the second installment of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast for the 2021-2022 season. Your Raiders are 1-0. Breathe it in. Drink it in. Tyler, my partner in crime, man... How are you feeling after that wild Monday night game? I mean, insane, right? Yes, totally insane. I mean, sheesh Louise, if you would have told me that they would have won in that fashion after having blown opportunity after opportunity, I would have told you you're crazy. I mean, in the past 20 years, I'm not sure we've ever done that, to be downright honest with you. I don't think so. Not We've, we've watched this team throw an interception at the goal line and then proceed to lose. Absolutely. Know. All the time. Um, <laughs> we've watched this team, you know, allow a team go down and score three and with 50 seconds left or a minute 15, whatever it was, um, you know, proceed to throw an interception ourselves and lose, not go down and tie the game and go to overtime, not go down and turn the ball over at the goal line only to, force a sack fumble and win it on a field on a walk-off touchdown pass on what was once again Tyler a cover zero blitz Can I mean you believe have that we, I think I feel like I've have, I, have we seen that somewhere before it seems like I've seen that somewhere before I believe so I believe uh what was funny is I I remember texting you and Birch because you me and Birch we have a behind the eye patch texting ring of fire that we we light up during the day and yes, i was like yes. guys what are the chances we get a, a cover zero blitz here like just some time and we're like they're not stupid enough to do that lo and behold micah they were stupid what? enough to do that and like i could not believe that sequence of events in in overtime the raiders uh go down they get the ball first and we're driving, and he car chucks one up to Brian Edwards, who Micah, your boy, came along that, in the yeah, sec. I, he came on in the second half. Holy he Moses! Really did. Out of nowhere, uh, I think he had three really important grabs, three or four that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, but we chucked that one up. We thought we had won. We're you know Edwards reaches yeah. for the goal line. We're ecstatic, and then of course that it comes back to the foot lot to the one I don't know a foot away from the goal, and we're all sitting yeah. here thinking, well, they should be able to get this right. No way they mess this up, and right. they proceeded to do so, and to the point where yeah. Carr throws 
and we could talk about this later if we have time. If not, it's totally cool. But a pass, perhaps not the greatest pass, perhaps also not the greatest attempt at catching a pass I've ever seen. And then um, interception by the Ravens. They go down, and then Carl Nassib flies off the edge for a sack fumble. I'm not real sure that I've I've ever had the fortune of seeing something good like that happen to the Raiders. And then the botched field goal attempt. I thought, oh, this is how we this is how we lose the game. I'm I'm always in that mindset. Okay, we did something good. How, how are we going to screw it up? Because that's how it's been for the past. Yeah, it really has eons. Been. And uh, and then. They they mess up the field goal. Uh, Carlson was clutch on that fifty five yarder to send it into overtime. Yeah, Sorry, I digress, really but that was that was fan- phenomenal. And then Carr throws the uh, the old jump pass. I, I, what do you call that pass? You're falling back a fadeaway pass. Yeah, just really off the back foot. Really like the the pass you really do not want to see a quarterback throw. I mean that's. A recipe that's like throwing across the field, you know. Right. That's like a recipe for an interception. Um, the falling off the back foot. You can do those sort it. of things when, yeah, when the defense is is sending an all out blitz. You can do those sort of things as a quarterback. And then, of course, we all knew that Zay Jones would catch the game winning touchdown pass, right? I mean, oh, that yeah. was a given. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what a what a fantastic game! I mean, just. The stick toitiveness that's a, a word I've picked up along my uh, career path, stick toitiveness uh, of the Raiders. It was nice to see. It was refreshing, Micah. It, it was refreshing it really was. to see them not give up. And Max Crosby flying around. It, I, was he the NFL Defensive Player of the Week, if I'm not mistaken? At least in the At AFC. At the very least, I think it was the AFC. Yeah, okay. AFC or AFC West Defensive Player of the Week, for sure. I mean... What did he have? Like nine pressures or something like that? Two sacks. Uh, or was it? Yeah, two sacks. I mean, the dude was all over. This is like what we wanted, right, from him. Um, and at least for the first game. And honestly, Tyler, uh, a couple people pointed this out was, you know, if that wasn't Lamar Jackson back there, if that was your typical proto, you know, your prototypical pocket passing quarterback that's not good at scrambling you probably could have thrown another two or three sacks on the board there as well. Potentially yeah. even another turnover there between the pressures and or sack fumble. So for me, like game ball goes to the defense. Defense kept us in that game. Absolutely. I mean, you, you keep, you keep Lamar Jackson. When was Jackson the last time the we said that? I don't even remember. Ever? It had to have been sometime when we had Khalil Mack at some point. So Perhaps. way back that five years ago, you know, I mean, so it, it, it really was, it, it was incredible. It was like, am I, am I, is am, am I dreaming here? I mean, watching us corral, I mean, Lamar Jackson got loose a couple of times, but you know, he's going to do that against anybody. Um, Absolutely. But to keep yep. him in check, we're going to need that because we have, we have fiddly quarterbacks in this division, man. We got Patrick Mahomes. We got Justin Herbert who's running around. Even Teddy Bridgewater likes to take off from time to time. So that was, I mean, really kind of the, the, the test that we needed, like we needed to see. And Lamar Jackson, I, they, they stood up, they, they, they took it on and man, I, I was impressed. And we all picked the Raiders to lose last week and I'll eat crow. And I'm happy to eat crow more than happy, more than pleased to eat crow. And, and 
just what a fantastic, fantastic win for the organization. Excited to see if they can build off it now. Absolutely. Yeah. And what a, what a way to start off the season with the, uh, the Ravens and the Steelers back to back and having to go that dreaded East coast early morning game on Sunday uh, against the Steelers in Pittsburgh, obviously, because Las Vegas is on the West end of the United States. But anyways, <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's a tough test. I, two two games that, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't know that we would get either one of them, but it felt right. oddly like that New Orleans game last year where to open up the, the Allegiant Stadium, the Raiders got that win, felt oddly familiar. Uh, and congratulations to the guy. How much money did he win? On uh, betting the Raiders to win, didn't you say like two hundred thousand or something? I think he placed a two hundred thousand dollar bet. Oh my! So whatever, whatever it was, like whatever that came out to, I don't know. But he made some, he made some money that night. Yes, he did. I just want to, like, I want to be at a point in life, Tyler, to be honest with you, where I can throw two hundred thousand dollars (laughs) down on a bet and not worry. Like that, hey, if I lose it, not a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I don't know that I'll ever reach that. I, I strive yeah, I to, either. but I don't know that I that I ever will. So, uh... Raider Nation, as always, if you want to get in on the podcast, give us a call. Leave us a voice message. We'll play it back on the pod. 208-557-9771 is the number to give call us at. And, uh, yeah, we'll play it. We'll discuss it. And uh, we love hearing from our regulars. And we get new people week in, week out that come in on the podcast. So really enjoy really enjoy just breaking it down, chopping it up with Raider Nation. It's, it's, uh, that's kind of why we're here. And, uh, you know, really no bull here at the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. You know, we, we, I, you know we, I didn't pick the Raiders to win last week because we went off of what we've seen for 20 years and, and – um, Happy, more than happy to be proven wrong. We're not Debbie Downers. We're not. We're not negative Nancys. It's just that shoot, you, we figure there are so many people out there with podcasts and on on social media that are willing to tell you what you want to hear. You know, which is everything's great. This team is awesome. This team's fire. And we're just not that way, Tyler. You know, we we just we bring a realistic perspective to the game of Raider football. And, and we're realistic about what our expectations are and what we think this team can do. And we're more than happy when we're proven wrong, like this past week. Like, nothing would make me happier, Tyler, to see this team go 12-4 and four and make a run in the playoffs. Like, that's obviously what we I don't think anybody would be mad at that at yeah, all. Then yeah. they shouldn't be. And so that's kind of one of those things. Like, this week, it's a tough task. We have a, an East Coast game. We have an early game. We have no Josh Jacobs. We're going up against what I feel like, Tyler, is we're playing a better defense this week, but a worse offense. That's how kind of I put it. So Big Ben isn't the Big Ben of of, of eight years ago. And his offensive line is crap. Yeah, he's not going to take off and start and, 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 you know, bust a 30-yard run. That's not going to happen. So there's a chance, there's a real chance for our defense to eat this week. But without Josh Jacobs, man, I'm nervous. I'm nervous for that offense because our offense sputtered a lot on Monday night. Yeah. It, 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 it was not it was not clean and crisp. Um, and and that makes me a little nervous because, like I said, this um, this the, this defense, this Steeler defense, is no joke. I mean, they just went into Buffalo 
and 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 beat the Bills and uh, Josh Allen and the Bills. That's not an easy thing to do. No. And we've got a, a young, inexperienced offensive line that we saw had a tough time on Monday, Tyler. They yeah. had a tough time, and they're going against a defensive line that I think is twice as good, if not thrice as good, as the Ravens' defensive line. And and we're going to need to be on our toes. That offense is going to need to be much crisper because uh, I think I think points are going to be hard to come by, I, in my opinion. I agree. I think... Uh... You know, and we to mention the offensive line, ours is already dinged up. We've already lost Denzel Good for the year, um, right? To a, a torn ACL. Uh, that guy, I mean, kudos to him. He played seven snaps, tore his ACL, and went back and played ten more snaps with a torn ACL. That That's is gritty. Incredible. That is yeah. that is downright gritty, and with three T's. And so he's uh. <laughs> Prayers up for him. Hopefully he he comes yeah. back and heals well. Already lost Gerald McCoy on the defensive side oh, that's of the tough. ball. That's tough. That one hurts. I I agree. Not like I don't. I want to say his snap count was around eight ish or so, somewhere around there. Um, somewhere yeah. Josh Dubow is tweeting, no, that's not right. But uh, somewhere <laughs> in that area, and he goes down with. I have not heard. I've heard it's a knee. Would not surprise me if it's a, a patella tendon or he blew his ACL. Um, and, and you know, Ruggs, Ruggs uh, had a calf problem. And then, um, let me, I, I've, I've got the injury report right here. I'll just, I'll, I'll pull this up. Uh, yeah, you know. Divine I, Diablo. You know, I feel like. Oh, go yeah. ahead. Sorry. I, I was going to say, you know, I, the, the. The McCoy, while that's difficult, and I, I feel bad because he, I felt like he was a good comeback story. I feel like we can live through that one in a sense. You know, like I feel like the defense can survive. Um, uh, having good hurt though, like that, because our offensive line is already inexperienced, they're still trying to come together. That one hurts a little more, in my opinion, just because we need like all the experience we can get. I feel like Solomon Thomas Jefferson, uh, man. Our guy was it Philon? Philon? Yes. Uh, uh, Darius, right? What, is that yes. His first what a name? what a find! Yeah. What a find! That dude was flying around the field. Personally, I'm excited to see him get some more snaps. Um, uh, he because is he, he showed out Sunday. Okay, so so but yeah, that good injury, man. That's that's tough for me. That was one of the more tough injuries to take. Yep. And I forgot about Marcus Mariota as well on the offensive side of right. the ball. That one hurts too because allegedly, Micah, in camp there has been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of trickery plays with Marcus Mariota right. coming in, uh, running that. Um, oh my heavens! I just had a brain fart. The uh, not play running action, like the option, the option or uh, the the RPOs. There we go. RPOs, run pass options, um, right. and that is gone. And he uh, was put on IR today, as a matter of fact. But, yeah, Incognito's out. Josh Jacobs, as you already mentioned, is out. Nick Kwiatkowski is out uh, with a concussion. Mariota to IR. And Roderick Teamer, who was supposed to be our backup safety, is also out with an ankle injury. Uh, he stepped off the bus steps wrong and twisted his ankle. We just can't oh, have heavens. nice things. And in Gokwe, you know, yeah. 
Ngakwe also hurt his hamstring. Hopefully, he doesn't go out there. And my guess is he's probably on a limited snap count and yeah, pass rushing situations only. Cleveland Furl, who was inactive, the number four overall pick three years ago, healthy scratch last week. He's going to have to come. He's going to have to bring his A++ game this week. Yeah. Yep, 100%. 100%. And, you know, if there's a team to do it against, it's against a Steelers offensive line that, according to you, Tyler, looks very suspect. Um, so They've got I several mean, rookies and, uh, and a couple cast-offs um, that yeah. are starting right now, and they did not look good against the Bills to begin with. You know who did look good against the Bills, though, like you said, was the Steelers' defense versus yeah. Josh Allen. Josh Allen had a 79.7 QBR and averaged 5.3 yards per attempt, which is super low mm-hmm. for Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. So, uh, you know, it, it's – this is going to be difficult. And and the thing I don't li- – a couple things I don't like about the injury report before we dive into this week's game, Tyler. Um, incognito was supposed to be out only for a week. Now he's out again this week. That's that's not good. I, I don't like that, especially as an older player. I'm going, uh, you know, it would be really nice, Tyler, to rattle off a couple wins. I, I don't think really anybody expected. Okay, there are some people, but like didn't expect <laughs> us to pick up that win against the Ravens, you know? So, so I feel like we stole a victory there. You know what I'm saying? Like we went out and took it. Not stole it because I want it, props to this team, props to the defense. They 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 took it fair and square. It's uh, you know some people have been have been trying to make the comparison that like oh it wasn't so much that the Raiders won, it's that the Ravens just fudged up. It's like no no I don't buy that at all. Ravens had plenty of opportunities to win that game and they couldn't because the Raiders defense made sure it wasn't so. And then the Raiders yeah, offense crazy. was able Still to crazy score. coming out of our mouth to say that it was the Raiders defense keeping them in the game. <laughs> it is. It's a. It's like, uh, uh, what am I, in fantasy land here? But uh, I hope it's something that we're saying a lot of weeks here because it's a long season. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it's tough because, like, boy, it would be nice to be able to go in and get a win in Pittsburgh. It'd be nice to have Incognito back, Jacob's back, um... I mean, shoot, just those two players right there. If we could have them in the lineup, Tyler, to be down at honesty, I'd be pretty. I'd be feeling pretty good about going into Pittsburgh this Sunday, but but not having Jacobs, not having Incognito, good out now, man. That's just it's going to be a tall task. This team's going to have to show that same grit that they showed in the fourth quarter and in overtime. I think to get this win, there's going to have to be that defense is going to have to step up in a major way because I know the Steelers' defense is going to be ready. Um, but haven't, I'm a little, I'm a little like, I'm disappointed that incognito can't go, but I'm really scratching my head at, um, at Josh Jacobs. Like what's going on there? That, that concerns me because as we said, it's a long season. Yep. It's a long season. And, and you know, he came into this week, nobody, he didn't really practice in the off season. Nobody kind of knew where he was. It seemed like. And then he shows up, not like almost misses game one, basically begs the owner to let him play. He plays, has a pretty solid game. I mean, rushes for two touchdowns. That 15-yard touchdown on Raider oh, Nation. Go back pretty. and watch that. 
Don't tell me that doesn't look like Marshawn Lynch running the ball. Watch that 15-yard touchdown run and put dreadlocks on that man, and that's Marshawn Lynch running the ball <laughs> all day long. But now, now he's now he's got this what apparently seems to be a turf toe. And Tyler, when I hear turf toe, I think Tyrell Williams, our yeah. wide receiver from the San Diego, who we kept thinking, man, once we get this guy back, he's good. He's played really well. And we had that one season, what was it, like 2018? Like he could never get healthy from that dumb turf. It was it was like a week by week thing. And finally, after like seven, eight weeks, it was like, nah, just can it. And yep. it, it, I, I'm man, I'm nervous. I'm nervous for that injury. What say you? Yeah, I I am nervous overall just for Josh Jacobs' general health. We talked about this before uh, we started the podcast, just you and I speaking like gentlemen and uh, sharing <laughs> thoughts back and, back and forth. But it, it concerns me that his first season, you know, coming out of Alabama, he was never really nicked up at Alabama because he was the backup and he breaks his shoulder blade. Now that's just kind of a freak accident, right? That that doesn't happen every year. As a matter of fact, I right. don't know the last time I saw a broken shoulder blade keeping somebody out of of a football game um, because it's usually an ACL or something something like that. But he breaks his yeah. shoulder blade. Last year, he had different things, ankles, uh, just he wasn't 100%. He only missed one game, and I get that, but at the same time, he was he was banged up all year. So he's got the offseason, he comes back, and now he's got this turf toe thing. Mike, what I'm wondering is, is like a lot of times turf toe happens – on turf that's why it's called turf toe but the Raiders don't have any turf as as far as I know at, at really any maybe their one facility they have turf now that I think about some pictures in my brain but I know their outside fields are real grass I know the surface they play on at home is real grass because it's carried out on that giant um oh my heavens my brain is horrid this week that giant tray of grass that slides right. in and out um, and of the of the field and all of that stuff. I, I, I just, I don't know, Micah. I deal with these things on a daily basis. I deal with sports-related injuries as a physical therapist, and that concerns me because he's he was doubled over in pain on Monday night. It was not, right. it was not a, a pleasant sight to see him doubled over in pain standing on the sideline and then like going out and gritting it out in the, in overtime. I just, I wonder what that does to his, to his um, abilities the rest of the year. Running is is important to a running back, uh, cutting those types of things. And you can't do that when your big toe hurts so bad that you're doubled over in pain on the sideline. It just, it doesn't seem like a quick fix of, Oh yeah, get two to three weeks of rest and you're, you're better. They don't work like that. That's not that type of injury. And, and that worries me for the offensive side of the ball. Right, because as we know, like the running game is such a big part of what John Gruden does and what this Raider team you know needs to be good at. Um, I was encouraged though at them being able to like 
just start slinging it around almost with like a reckless abandon, but like figuring out like, look, this is working right now against the Ravens. So instead of trying to get cute with it and be like, Oh, now let's sneak in a run here. Let's sneak. And they were just like, no, you know, if you can't stop the run or stop the pass, we're just going to keep passing. Yeah. To and the I tune like of 19 that, targets I, for Waller. I know. And that concerned me in the first half. Cause I was like, look, the, you know, what happens when teams start to shut Waller down? Like, we absolutely have to have another couple people step up. And they did in the second half. Edwards stepped up. Ruggs made a big play. Uh, Edwards, like you said, made three big plays. Um, you know, obviously Renfro made plays all over Renfro. the place. Renfro. Love that guy. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and so it, it was good to see kind of the offense. And it's week one. You know, it is week one. So it was good to see that offense start to click and start to hum. But uh, um, it, I, yeah, it'll be interesting to see kind of how how this plays out for Jacobs because I am worried that this is going to be one of those things. You know, it's a week-to-week thing. And as we've discovered, and as you know, sometimes it just, it doesn't, like you said, it's not one of, the, it's not like a shoulder injury. It's like, ah, two to three weeks, he'll be back. It's like, it might be two months before he's back. Like, it's a week-to-week. You don't just wake up and, like, ah, oh, fine. Like, he could wake up and be like, okay, now it's better. Like, it, it, it's getting better. Uh-oh. Or you just wake up every day. It's like, no, it still hurts. No, it still hurts. No, it still hurts. And, and, and you know, we're, at the, we're in the middle of October, and it's like, are we ever going to get Jacobs back this year or what? So definitely concerned about that. I, I think I don't, I don't doubt his toughness. I just am worried about the injury itself because this kind of injury is something to be worried about for sure. Absolutely. So, and I, I don't, it, it's nothing against him. It, it's right. just the durability issue that is there. He is, this is his third year. We're coming up on extension time. And Vic Taper right. alluded to that today in one of his tweets. Like, you know, the Raiders have, you've got Farrell, who I doubt gets extended because he's running with like the third team. Uh, you've got right. Jacobs and you've got Abram. Abram had actually a really important play in the fourth. No, is that overtime that he knocked the ball yeah. out? And uh, but anyways, I think there's still there's time for Abram to, you know, slow things down, play absolutely, play physical but under control. I think there's I think there's hope there um, from what yeah. I saw Monday. But Farrell, at this point, to me, is kind of like a lost cause, barring a show out against a few teams this year. He had a great game against the Jets last year. Maybe he gets back to that. I don't know. I sure hope so. Um, But Jacob's durability, you can't be paying a man $15 million a year to sit on the sideline even if it is four or five games a year, like you just can't do that. You can't tie up monetary assets in somebody that just is not going to be there. I think we've heard the moniker a billion times. Uh, the best ability is availability. If you are not right, available and right. you are hurting, you can't be out there. And that's no slight to Jacobs. That's just the facts and the reality that he he has trouble staying on the field and staying healthy. Right. Right. And so, and, and we're in a league where 
you know, you can go and pick up a really good running back in the second round, in the third round, in the fourth round. I mean, I, I, I look, I would love nothing more. I love Jacobs. I think he's a great player. Um, but like you said, yeah, having these issues where, you know, now he's out this week, potentially out the following week. We don't know with this turf toe. We don't. And, but, but I mean, that's a real possibility that he's going to miss some significant time. Um, so it's not like he broke his pinky and it's like, well, just put some tape on it and, you know, wrap it up and he's going to be good to go. Like this is, yeah, this, like you said, this is like, this is akin to a quarterback, you know, hurting his wrist, his throwing wrist. Like you can't, you, you just can't, like you need your feet as a running back, you know, no duh, but it, it is that important. So, um, We'll see what happens. You know, I, I speaking on Farrell, you know, nothing as we've ragged on this guy. We've we've begged and pleaded for him to be good. I stumped for Farrell when we first drafted him, when everybody was like, what in the world are we doing at the fourth overall pick? And I was like, no, 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 this guy's good. But man, after three seasons, this is just not not been great. And and I will say that, like, again, like, man, nothing would give me greater pleasure to see Farrell come out, put up a sack or two on Sunday you know, ball out and, 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 you know, this is, I feel almost kind of like, you know, you're talking about this, you know, these are we're coming up on like contract seasons. I'd like to see Farrell go out this year and earn a contract. I'd like Farrell to go out. I'd like to see Farrell go out there and be like, whoa, we were wrong. You know, this guy, let's pay this man. Let's keep him around because this dude's balling out this year. I would love that, but we haven't seen it so far, but you know, now's the time it's Farrell's times now, because if it's not now, it ain't going to be with the silver and black. And it's not probably going to be with any other team for any big money, at the very least. He's he'll be a a solid rotational player, but he's not going to be a difference maker. Right. So and you can't. I mean, you can't blame him for being taken at number four. That's not right. his fault. But it. You still like you you look at the players that were available on the board who are doing well now, and it just hurts the soul, my heart, my soul. <laughs> Seriously. So, well, uh, again, Tyler, fam, I mean, epic win. I was telling you guys, that's probably one of the best wins that Raider wins I've seen. One of the craziest Raider games I've seen probably since that, what was it, like three pass interference calls in a row yes. against Kansas City to against finally Kansas beat them. City, what was that? Yeah. that was on a Thursday night, wasn't it? Was I think a so. With Mike, or... Didn't Michael Crabtree act like there was like a, yeah. a pass interference and then a holding and then another pass interference, and and then like the the final catch on that crab tree right in the very corner of the end zone. Yes, yeah, yeah, so that was a good yeah. game. Yeah, so that 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 was like that right behind that game. That I was where I would rank that in games that I've seen in recent memory. Absolutely incredible. To it's really nice to see. Like I said, it was refreshing to see this team not give up. They were down 14 to nothing, Tyler. Yep. I mean, yes, they were. the Raiders of 2020 against the Ravens, that, you know, the game's over. I'm sorry, but it is. The Raiders don't, I mean, you saw it, like Jim Harbaugh was like 80 and 0 going, going uh, when he was, when he was up by like 14 or, or like when he scores, what was it? It was like up by 14 or more when he's leading at the half or something like it, it was, it's insane uh, on. So to finally see. To, to see the Raiders like break that streak and come back and, and, and grind it out. Those are the kind of wins you can build off of. 
it's just tough now that we have to go into Pittsburgh. Like, with a team that's still trying to gel, now we're missing some key players. Like, it's an even tougher task now. It is. I feel it is. like. And, and it's, it's, we're going we're gonna to see how good this team is, I feel like, this yeah. Sunday. Because and, and they, if we go into Pittsburgh and we just get blown out, you know, if we at the doors get blown out and it's 27 to 10 at the end of the game, you know, then, okay, there's some work to be done here. Um, but if they get it hang tough with them, Tyler, win the game even, like, we, I, we might be in for a special season here. We may be. And I, I think um, you hope that the adversity – kind of fuels you to be better. Like you hope Ferrell sat on that sideline and is like, man, I've got to bring, I've, I've got to bring it every game. Yeah. And, and I've just, I have to be good. And you hope that, you know, the offensive line is just like, look, we can still do this. I like the backup that came in. I didn't even know the guy was on the team. <laughs> to be downright honest with you because <laughs> we already had John Simpson at left guard um, who had a decent game. I did. Right. But the guy, you know, I, I can't even, I can't say his last name. It's like Emmanuel or, or something like that. But he came in yeah. at right guard, did a pretty good job. I thought for, for having yeah. him to be thrown into the game, like 10, 17 snaps in or whatever. Um, one one thing I am concerned about, Micah, and I hope that it gets cleaned up as the season goes along, was Andre James's performance at center was not yeah, uh, yeah. not a great performance. Definitely not Rodney Hudson esque, if you will. There were there was one bad snap uh, that I can think of. There were a couple times when um, who's that defensive lineman for the Ravens that just like knocked him right on his rear. Calais Campbell. Calais yes, Campbell yes. owned Andre James several times. There it just and a lot of his snaps, I think you said this, Micah, they just looked slow. They looked yeah, like they did. Carr would say hut and like a half to two sec uh, like a second later, like the ball finally gets in the air and then it just looked slow as it was moving through the air. I don't know if that's because they haven't practiced in-game situations, which we have a solution for that, don't we, Micah? There's like this... Right. We'd like to propose <laughs> that the NFL have this... Um, we were going to call it preseason. We couldn't couldn't really quite think of another name, but it comes before the actual season where people can take the advan- uh, the opportunity it's a, it's to kind of knock... It's a truly brilliant idea. Yeah, to knock some of the rust off prior to starting this actual season all we could come up with was preseason but maybe Raider Nation can help us think of a different name for this that perhaps the NFL could implement um to so that things like this don't happen the rust isn't just always isn't there for the first half maybe knock off some of the rust but we've got preseason in mind if anybody else has an idea shoot it our way we'll we'll pitch it to the NFL yeah, I really do feel like this is a million-dollar idea, you know, especially for teams like the Raiders, you know. Like, you have a completely, entirely different, brand-new offensive line. It would be cool to see those guys all come together and get some work in with the starting quarterback, starting tight ends, you know, and uh, and, and try to gel a little bit there. 
you know, just for just you know for a series or two. You know, that's all you're asking. You know, so it that would be cool. But you know, what do we know? Um, but seriously, like, yeah, that is that is something that it was. It was like car would be like hut hike instead of hut hike. You know, just that extra like quarter second. It it just it, it was like you're sitting there watching. It was like what like he just said hut. And you, it's, there's a literally like a half a second lag. Watch, like, look, I was watching like game lag happen. Um, it was just kind of the weirdest thing. Um, uh, but it, so that you could definitely tell, like, and those are things, again, you know, it's week one. So you hope that, you know, as this, as it goes on, I mean, Carr, for the most part, there were some sacks, but like, he had time to throw. He had time to find Waller. He, Carr himself did a good job of moving around. And, and making some plays, like, I was very impressed with the way Carr played, um, for the most part, um, and, and besides, like, targeting Waller 49 times in the game, um, <laughs> but, you know, I guess, you know what, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, I guess, but, uh, um, I just it, hope you're that gonna... he doesn't get broke, I, I mean, how does, yeah, so... that's almost 20 targets a game, I can't do math in my head, give me just a second, if, if he did, if he had 20 targets every game, just for, over 17 games, that's 340 targets. That's a lot of... The dude's going to put up like a 2,000-yard season, really. Hey, I'm <laughs> not going to complain. He's a monster. John Gruden said, this is crazy because I was... I know I'm digressing here, and I'm sorry. John Gruden said that Darren Waller is the best player he has ever coached. Ever, Micah. He's coached wow. t- the likes of Tim Brown, the likes of Rich Gannon, the likes of Jerry Rice, perhaps the greatest player of all time at any position. Um, Keyshawn Johnson is no slouch. I mean, he right. has Derek Brooks. I mean, he has coached some household names that are in the Hall of Fame. That is right. I, I don't right. know if that's just lip service or if that is like from the heart, Darren Waller, the best player I have ever ever coached if that's the case man people saying we should trade waller because he wants more money ought to be kicked in the head and just like sent off the the face of the the earth yeah those are the those are the fans that do need to find a different team those are truly the fans (laughs) that need to root for somebody else if you think that darren waller wants too much money so he wants more yeah yeah he wants more i'm like that has to be the most moronic take. You know, I thought last week's take of us being a top five defense was the most moronic. No, people talk complaining about Waller wants to get paid. We should trade him because we need to feed the likes of, of Crosby. We need to feed the likes of Abram. We, and I'm like, I'm sorry. I would trade Crosby and Abram in a minute to keep Darren Waller on this team. Call that controversial, but I'll take Waller over Crosby and Abram all day long. I I throw in Jacobs there too. You can't have if, if, an offense. You can't have any offense without Waller at this point. You can't. It, it, it does not happen. If if we had like say if we had drafted say Jerry Judy, you know, or CD Lamb, and they were balling out for us, and it was like, well, you know, um, gosh, we might be able to go without Waller. We've got this top tier wide receiver. Yeah, you might be able to make a case for it. But, I mean, there's no Even doubt then. right now, th- there's no doubt that, like, Waller's a top, like, a top two tight end in the league. 
if he's not the number one tight end in the league right now. I mean, there's just no doubt in my mind. So, um, yeah, that that's just so dumb. That's so dumb, and that's where it's I say so pay kind the man whatever he wants, and you keep him in the silver and black until he yeah. decides it's time to hang him up. That's what I say. Yeah, until until he wants to be traded, or yeah, he wants to like yeah, you keep Darren Waller's a Raider for life, you know, in every sense of the word. So I want I want him, you know, I want him retired, you know, I want them like you know. Putting, he, he's making the Raider Hall of Fame kind of thing. You know what I'm saying, Tyler? So, Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Pay the man, keep him around, and and everybody's happy. I guarantee you, Carr will be pleased as punch. So, anyway, Raid, uh, Tyler, game coming up this week, Pittsburgh, early game. What are your initial thoughts, man? What? How do you see this going down? Do you have a Do you have a score prediction for us? Oh by man, chance? put me on the spot. I. I don't like East Coast early games, Micah. We just never, yeah. never do well. I mean, even against the Jets, it could be the worst Jets team ever assembled, and we still have a hard time going across country, playing early and competing, let alone winning. And right. that just concerns me. I know that, that Roethlisberger is 2-5, and five, against the Raiders uh, in his career. Two two wins, five losses, but those two wins have both come at home, including a game in which he had Antonio Brown, and Antonio Brown yep. went off for over 200 yards. It was like 235 and a couple touchdowns. I know that Antonio right. Brown is in Tampa Bay now, which rips my heart out, but... Um, I just, I don't know. Something, something just smells. And and this could be totally last year and have nothing to do with this year, but something feels like a letdown to me this week. I can't explain it, but it seems as though in the past, we have a very good game, an emotional game. Oh, whether it's a win or a loss, those emotional games have a toll on our team and I'm, I'm hoping, I'm crossing my fingers that they can take the next step and ride that momentum into the next game instead of letting down the next game. Even in a loss, like against um, the Chiefs, the next week, right. I think we played the Falcons. Is that the game we played the Falcons and just got absolutely schlobber-knockered? Yeah. I, I might be wrong Julio on that. Jones but... without without their starting running back. What's yeah. the guy out of from the Rams? I mean, it was like, hey, like the Raiders have a legit shot to win this game. Like they they kind of should, and and then absolutely just get taken to town, ta- taken to the woodshed. And it was yeah. like, what in the world? So yeah, I mean, you're basing. I'll tell you what it is. Why you're feeling this way, Tyler, is because like this is what happens in the past. We've talked about this. Like this is how this Raider team has performed, and we've talked about like. Until they prove otherwise, like last week, it was a good step in the right direction. But like, like until they prove otherwise, until they go in to 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 this, you know, into into Pittsburgh and win, then I just don't. I'm sorry, I just don't have a lot of confidence because there's been 20 years, 20 years of of letdown with this team. So that's what we're basing this off of. Yep, and that's that's why tomorrow is a tough is a tough sled for me because 
we're down our starting one of our starting offensive linemen. We're down one of our starting defensive linemen. We're down perhaps one of the most important cogs in the offense of Josh Jacobs. Granted, that's right. probably why we signed Kenyon Drake to the deal we did. He should be able to do right. some damage. Um, another interesting tidbit from Gruden was that they're excited to see uh, Peyton Barber. Now, once again, that could be window dressing and lip service from Gruden, but he seemed genuinely interested in watching Peyton Barber. So don't be surprised if tomorrow it's Peyton Barber that has the bigger game than Kenyon Drake does. I'm just throwing right. that out there. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just putting that out into the into the universe. Um, I don't think it's going... I think that the Raiders get after that offensive line for the um, for the Steelers, though, tomorrow. I think Big yeah. Ben goes down three or four times. If, if yep. they can yep. put the pressure up the middle like they did um, against Jackson, like you said, he's not taking off for 30, 40-yard runs anymore. The dude looks like right. a dang beached whale. I don't think he's going anywhere, <laughs> really. It'll no, the toughest no. part will be bringing him down to the ground because he weighs three hundred plus pounds. Um, <laughs> so my, I think our defense once again has the chance to keep this interesting. <coughs> At the end of the day, man, I hope the Raiders win. I obviously because I'm a Raiders fan. I just I don't know. I just that twenty year kind of let down after a really energy charged game just keeps coming back yeah. the uh being on the east coast in an early game keeps coming back to my mind i'm gonna say it's not gonna be like a i don't think it's gonna be a shootout by any means my guess right. is it's probably like a 24 to a 24 to like a 17 24 17 sounds like a reasonable uh, or maybe 21-17. We'll go 21-17. I think the yeah. Steelers win this one, unfortunately. But like, I would love to eat crow next week. Right. You know, I almost almost for the sake of you know, all three of us. Birch isn't here with us tonight, but uh, all three of us picked the Ravens to win last week, and I almost feel like we need to do the same this week, just to hopefully you know play the odds that you know now that we'll win this week. Um, but I'm with you, you know, obviously we talked about this basing off of, you know, past performances. Yeah. This would be a letdown game for the Raiders. But if the Raiders were home, I would be more inclined to pick the Raiders to win, but because they go on the road, this could be a big test for a young team, for a team that's still kind of coming together as far as with all the pieces, the new offensive line, defensive line. Um, I'm, I, while I like, we have a more veteran presence. I think that I like here. How about this? I like the Steelers defense more than I like our defense. And I'm worried that at the end of the day, that's going to be what gets them the win compared to us. I'm going to go. I hate to say it. I think it's a close game, but I'm going to go like 21, 13. Um, now I'm going to go 23, 13, 23, 13. The Steelers get it done. And, and it's a close game for, for three and a half quarters, really. You know, it, it's something like, 
you know, 13 to 16. And then the Steelers are able to, you know, throw off one more touchdown. I think the lack of Jocks Jacobs and an offensive line that's still coming together, that could really spell disaster for, um, for Derek Carr. And if we have to go to the dink and dunk, that worries me against a Steelers defense that's really fast and has a really good closing speed with like guys like Minka Fitzpatrick, um, and Watt, um, I just, you know, th- th- I think there are going to be a lot of dump offs for three and four yards and stuff like that. And you're going to, what you're going to need is. Devin Bush is back too this year. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's you're, quick. You're, yeah. You're going to need, you're going to need, you know, when, when, when Renfro gets the ball, like what we saw him do, I think that was, was that in the, uh, that was either the fourth quarter. Or I think that was in overtime. You know, you make a man miss and rattle off a 20 yard gain. You know, you're going to yeah. need to see that from guys like Kenyon Drake from Darren Waller from Hunter Renfro, from Ruggs. Let's find some creative ways to get Ruggs the ball. How about it? You know, like one of the fastest guys in the NFL. I'd love to see us figure out some ways to get him the ball a little bit more. Um, I like, I like our, I like our wide receivers against their corners. Their corners aren't that great. They've got Joe Hayden, who's, he's a very good, maybe you could even call him elite uh, cornerback. But other than that, they've got good safeties. But their corners are suspect, and that's that's what I I wonder if uh, you could get some of those shorter passes, um, the Renfro's types of of um, routes and stuff like that. But yeah. that you bring up good points. But I do think if there's one area that we could exploit, it's the cornerback situation matched up with our wide receivers. And especially, like, Waller's a big dude. I mean, he can, and he yeah. runs like a wide receiver. That's always a mismatch. But if you could bring Kenyon Drake out of the backfield, create some mismatches with that. Yep. Uh, yep. That, I think we have a chance. I just, I don't know. It Something just tells me, mine's not, like, stat-driven or, uh, or strategy-driven. It's just this sense that I have that yeah, I, go I with don't, your gut. Go I don't with know your gut. what they, I don't know if they get it done, unfortunately, yeah. but a one in one start is I, I take that. I'd take that all day Yeah, against the Ravens and the Steelers. I, yeah. hundred percent. But like I said, you know, I hope our gut's wrong. You know, I hope it's wrong and I hope it's, you know, I hope we're sitting here next week behind the mic. Hopefully the lusty voice of Birch will be here as well. And we're going gentlemen, uh, we're two and oh, and now we host the Dolphins at home. Like, we just beat the Steelers and the Ravens. Two teams that are going to be, like, in all honesty, like, this could be big as far as down the road when teams are jockeying for that sixth and seventh position. If you hold that tiebreaker over a team like the Ravens, over a team like the Steelers, they're, you know, I could have some big... Im- I know it's week one, and there's, there's 16 weeks to go, but, I mean... Look, we're, if we're talking playoffs, and that's what everybody here in Raider Nation seems to be chatting about, even all the way to you know to 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 uh, you know our general manager going, look, you know Mayock's going, look, this this needs to be a playoff team. Otherwise, I might be sitting behind a microphone again next year. Like then then games like this week, games like last week against AFC rivals that you know are going to be jockeying for playoff positions. You know, unless something crazy happens. Um, you know, these, these are big wins. These uh, very big wins. So 
I'd like to see I'd like to see us either pick up an an extra win here against Pittsburgh or the following week against Miami. So, Tyler, do you have anything else for the nation before we sign off? I don't think so. We we went over the time that we had thought we would because we're just smart and all these things come to our minds. We can't it's I, like they're like a steel trap. We can't really do anything well, it, about it. It really, you know, Raider Nation deserves to hear it. I feel like absolutely. You know, I agree. We're 100%. doing a service. We're we're uh, what's that saying in Batman? We're the we're the podcast that that they don't deserve, but that they need something like that. Exactly. To that, uh... <laughs> no, I, I love it. I love I it. gloat, but no, I I think we're smart. So there's things that just come out of the woodworks as we're talking, and none of this is scripted. We're just going no. off our cuffs. So, anyways, yeah, no, just, I have nothing uh, uh, else. Lifelong fans, we're just that's, that's just really what it is. We're lifelong fans that that uh, you know we just enjoy podcasting, enjoy sharing our thoughts, and we really at the end of the day, we feel like that we wanna we wanna a a perspective on on the Raider football. That it seems like not a lot of people bring these days. Everybody candy coats everything. Everybody, oh, it's all daisies and love and and eighteen and zero and Super Bowl bound. And I would love to believe that. I really do. And you know what? If the Raiders go into Pittsburgh, go to the East Coast tomorrow, and win this game against what is considered to be another playoff team, Tyler, not only will like you're going to have my attention then like I'm going to sit up and I think a lot of the league is going to sit up and take notice but especially for me with the shortcomings that they have to play with this week as far as down players like I'm I'm going to be like now hold on this isn't the Raiders of the last 20 years this is a legitimate team like this is impressive I'm I'm I will I might even eat a legit crow at that point oh like, my I'm gonna go shoot one in the back of my woods here and maybe make a video of, of, of grilling up some crow. Like, I would be, like, if they beat the Steelers, man, sky's the limit for this team this year. You beat the Absolutely. Ravens and the Steelers back-to-back. Um, I'm, I, I love where this, I love the direction this is heading. This is what we've been waiting for, you know. We hope. And, yeah, and so I, I hope, I like, I'm excited. I, I didn't think, I, 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 down 14 to nothing to the Ravens, man. I, it, For all intents and purposes, I was like, well, okay. Same old Raiders this year. And I was pleasantly surprised. And now, Absolutely. now I'm, right now I'm surprised. You win tomorrow, you'll have my attention. To quote uh, whatever the, the Django phrase there from, oh, from the movie. So Very good. Uh, anywho. I do, yeah, I so. did, I do, uh, ha- we have one call from John. We've already hit ah. all of his uh, uh, hit all of his points, and uh, but I forgot that we do have a call from John. Uh, we will put that on right here. Tyler, Micah, and the lusty voice of Birch. I hope you are doing well. Today is Wednesday. When I'm calling, I'm uncertain of Ngakwe's status. How long he'll be out? I'm aware that Denzel Good's out for the year. That really sucks. Um, incognito still banged up. That sucks. Found out that Josh Jacobs has turf toe. That sucks. And, uh, man, he was gritting through some pain playing. 
felt bad for him, and uh, that sucks. We have some bad injuries. It's kind of the big takeaway from what was a, a crazy emotional roller coaster of a game. Uh, a lot of ups and downs, and the first half was terrible, and the offense, I mean, the defense wasn't terrible. The offense was terrible. They were out of sorts. Derek was throwing high and force-feeding Waller, and Waller wasn't catching everything. Like, normally he catches everything, you know, even in tight coverage or double coverage. But Derek was still forcing it, and, I mean, there were, I think, two plays probably that possibly could have been intercepted or they, the defense could have made a play, and we were somewhat fortunate. So Derek struggled early. The offense struggled early. It definitely looked like they um, they missed not getting uh, some snaps in the preseason. Like, they weren't quite ready to go from 0 to 60 um, against a physical team like Baltimore. But rallied late. Um, we're down 14-0, came back, tied it up. Was You know, came back, tied it at 24, and then – with 37 seconds left after Justin Tucker, Justin Tucker uh, kicked what should have been a game winner, left us 37 seconds. Derek Carr from the 25, we're able to get down, you know, almost 50 yards on drive, two big throws, get up, spike it, and then Carlson, you know, with ice in his veins, bangs the game winner. Go to overtime, struggle, go back and forth, um, get down in the end zone, man, the interception. Goes through Snead's hands. It was pretty hot and high, you know, as he had been earlier. When he gets amped up, he throws a little higher and faster and goes through his hands off the helmet, intercepted. What a back and forth that was. Big time fumble. Uh, big time two fumbles by the defense and uh, two sacks by Crosby. He he was all over the place. I think he had 14 pressures. Great game. I'm glad we won. It was definitely a roller coaster. Hope you all are doing well and uh, good to have you back. And I very much enjoyed the last episode. Take care, gentlemen. John, thank you so much for the call. We love hearing from our regulars. Man, hope you're having a great week. Hope you're calling us next week celebrating a Steelers win. Not a win over the Steelers. That's what I meant to say. (laughs) There we go. You get what I'm saying. But uh, again, Raider Nation, you want to get in on the podcast? You're not calling us live, just to make that clear. You're leaving a voice message, and like you just heard, we'll play it back on the podcast. We usually get to it earlier in the show, and we discuss it and dissect it. So 208-557-9771, once again, is the number to call. Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Tyler, man, it's been great. It's always great. I love jumping on the pod with you, talking some Raider football. Raider Nation, keep your heads up. Keep your spirit up, man. Great way to start the season, man. Heart-pounding action. I loved it. Hopefully some... I, I, I just love seeing the Raiders back out on the field, man, during a regular season game. Great stuff. Hopefully a lot... A lot hopefully many more celebratory Sundays, Mondays, and Thursdays in the future. Amen. 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 Amen indeed. Tyler, man, I appreciate it. Once again, Raider Nation, thank you as always for listening. We enjoy it. We love you. And we'll just catch you in the next episode. Just win, baby. 